Ho-ho-ho, it's 6.04 a.m. Do you know where your pod heads are? I do. I think they're listening to little D and C in 23. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to D and C in 23 with WP. I'm Dave, your host for today's episode, talking all things D and C from A to Z. AZ, Arizona. Last night's show from Tuesday, May 23rd. That silky, silky, gold bondy, crazy, crazy night in Phoenix. We will talk all about it. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to shout out the new artwork that we've got going for these DNC and 23 episodes. Um, shout out to about Half Past Dead friend of our original artist actually long strange putt on instagram about half past dead on instagram um, is the one who made our new dnc and 23 artwork based on the go to heaven album if you listen to the last dnc and 23 you'll know that about half past dead was putting the finishing touches on this artwork in the lot for those la shows so i mean working on them in the lot being a true working man which hey makes sense for this community and this show and and now he's part of the podhead family so thank you to about half past dead but anyway let's get on with the show last night's show was the sole stop in arizona for this tour this was dead and company's third time playing this venue the talking stick resort amphitheater Uh, they played it this venue in may 2017 october 2021 and then last night used to be called the Ak Chin Pavilion. The naming has changed to the Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater. Last time out for these boys, it was the two-night run at the Kia Forum in Inglewood, California, where they treated us to two slamming nights to open the tour. The couple crisp first sets and some good, good jams in the second sets. For this Phoenix show, we poked around and learned from some of our boots on the ground that it was hot in Arizona. The post that I saw said that it was 95 degrees at sundown. Whew. So it was a little warm, and I think that that's going to come into play a little later when we talk about probably the longest stage banter that DNC has done. Now let's talk about the set list, talk about what they played last night. Set one, strong set one. Feel like a stranger opener. Alabama Getaway, Ramble on Rose, and then a pretty large set one jam suite of Dear Mr. Fantasy into Hey Jude, (laughs) into Dark Star, into Cumberland Blues, a little break, a little breath, and then a Casey Jones set one closer. How these episodes work, if this is your first time with DNC in 23, we go by set. Um, especially for those of us on the East Coast who can't stay up all the way for the entire West Coast shows. But in this first set, the Feel Like a Stranger opener, my initial reactions to this song were that Kementi was leading the charge. I mean, he was really going at it on the keys. Um, And what I liked is that Bobby's tone was good. There were a couple complaints after night one, the tour opener in LA um, and it was resolved for night two and it sounds like that fix is here to stay which is good speaking of Bobby I mean about halfway through the song he started really sounding good vocally which was encouraging to hear 
started out a, a little rusty, but he got like a little smooth and mixed in that gruff effectively as the as the song went on. Um, and speaking of barefoot, Bobby last night on the stage, which was uh, fun stuff. Um, the Mickey and Jay Lane combo on the drumming in the final minute of the song, while Mayor was doing that little three-note riff, uh, you know, that little barrel, 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 uh, that the drumming was putting out during that portion. Just excellent. Pretty strong, feel like a stranger opener. Alabama Getaway, the next song. Um, I can only catch about the second half of this song due to a little technical difficulties. Um, but I can tell you that what Bob and Mare were combining to do to close out the song was good stuff. The Ramble on Rose that came next, leave it to these guys to keep things new and fresh. Mare was doing like some cool slides um, on his guitar in the intro while Bob kind of did the standard Ramble on Rose riff. And that was really fun to hear. It was fun to hear kind of a, a different take on a on a dead classic. And Kementi ripped off a key solo about halfway through that was electric and fantastic. And then it didn't just like end with him slamming the keys. He somehow wound down this 100 mile an hour bananas good solo into like a calm transition that allowed Mayer to take the reins and keep Bramble on Rose going. Just really impressive stuff. Um, I think though the, the most notable moment in this Ramble on Rose is actually when the song is over and we got a little Dead and Company stage banter. After Ramble on Rose ended... Bobby went back to Mickey, who was like leaning over and, and chatting with him for between five to ten seconds. And Bob comes up to the mic and he says something along the lines of, you know, I didn't really hear Mickey, but all I heard was something about nether regions. The crowd laughed and then John Mayer went up to the mic and said, you know, hey, we don't keep secrets from each other. What they're talking about is I gave every member of the band gold bond powder for tonight so yeah there was some uh gold bond needed for that arizona heat last night and uh that was a really fun moment to see mickey and bobby and bobby going off script a little bit and then mayor kind of join in and explain what was going on i had a good time i think it's nice to see them you know interact with the crowd and and not take themselves so seriously um despite it being the last hurrah the last tour so that was Really, really entertaining and and really fun to witness was that stage banter. Also really entertaining was the little combo, the jam suite that came next. A Dear Mr. Fantasy, Hey Jude, uh, a slow Mr. Fantasy. Um, But I actually think that that was a positive thing last night because with the slower tempo and the more kind of traditional rock guitar riff, this allowed John Mayer to really go for it with some like bluesy riffs between notes and some bluesy solos that he just like bounced off Kementi's organ when whenever he wanted to at that point when the dear mr fantasy was winding down it was mayor's best guitar work of the night thus far and into the hey jude good stuff from mayor and Kementi. and then they started to wind down and get spacey and i thought 
are they doing this in set one? And they were. They rolled into Dark Star. Not the song I expected coming out of Hey Jude, but, I mean, they went into a, a, a slowed-down, spacey, but still powerful Dark Star. Mare started doing his marching about a third of the way through, and that's how you know Mare is feeling it when he starts marching in place. It was only verse one that they sang at this this Dark Star, uh, but we'll talk about Dark Star later on when we talk about set two. From Dark Star, they rolled right into Cumberland. Bob is actually the one who led them right into it. He started messing around with the riff near the end of Dark Star. After about two measures of Bobby playing it, Mare pounced on it, and they went right in. This Cumberland Blues was top tier. Um, as much as Dead and Company can go Tiger, they did here on this Cumberland. This was the drumming peak of set one. It's good stuff from Jay Lane. He was on it all song, in particular the middle of the song. He was doing some snare rolls and some ride cymbal hits that just really punctuated this song. And hey, I know some people might be upset that Billy isn't along for the ride. I was too when I saw the announcement. But here on this song, Jay Lane proved he belongs and he proved he can be value added with this group. And I respect the hell out of it. So hats off to you, Jay. Um, that was some some great drumming. O'Teal was hula hooping during Mare's second solo. Um, so he was kind of feeling it. And then Kementi went into a key solo that was probably as good as anything I've ever heard with a keyboardist on Cumberland Blues. They The band gave him space to maneuver, and he fucking delivered i mean it was a jaw-dropping solo that just went on and on and on for almost two minutes and O'Teal was hula hooping during the guitar solo O'Teal was like falling over to the floor during the key solo that's how just blown away he was at one point i do think his elbow touched the stage floor um but it was that good and easily my pick for you know the the most fun and impressive song of set one was this Cumberland Blues. But it had to compete with a really damn good Casey Jones that came next. Um, they gave us another gem. Mare was really going for it vocally. He was just, um, he was giving it his all. And uh, hey, originalists rejoice. Bobby had some good guitar work. Mickey was pounding the hell out of those toms. Both of them sounded good. And uh, guess who made a, a guest appearance for this song? The Bobby Slide guitar. Look out! There it was, and uh, it, it sounded pretty good. Um, this ended up being like a 10-minute long Casey Jones because John Mayer just refused to quit on the solo right before the outro. Um, it felt like a three- to four-minute guitar solo that he just he was not stopping. Um, this combo to end set one, the Cumberland and Casey Jones, top tier. There was just some relentless playing, and... This set one was really, really good. Set two, they come back out with Here Comes Sunshine, then Scarlet Begonias, and then a long jam suite of Viola Lee out of Scarlet into Dark Star. They brought Dark Star back into a Spanish jam, back into Dark Star. And then from there, into right into Fire on the Mountain, 
into drums and into space, out of space, right into I Need a Miracle, and then into Death Don't Have No Mercy. What a run there. They took a brief pause, and then they closed set two with U.S. Blues, and they encored with Ripple. Here on the East Coast, I made it through Here Comes Sunshine, and then I heard the opening lick of Scarlet, and with a smile on my face, I was able to go to bed, knowing that they were playing Scarlet and maybe Fire, and it sounds like Scarlet and then a delay into Fire. Um, I love the I Need a Miracle out of space, and I love Death Don't Have No Mercy making an appearance. What a fun time. The other thing that I want to note about set two Again, didn't listen to it. I don't have detailed notes um, like I did for set one. But one thing I do want to note is that on the Instagram picture that Matt Bush posted, um, it was supposed to go Dark Star into Fire on the Mountain. And it looks like from his notes that the band organically took the second verse of Dark Star into a Spanish jam. So if you were there, let us know like how improv it seemed or if there was like discussion on the stage between the band members to flow from dark star into what seems like an improv spanish jam what a good set list i mean i can vouch for set one being strong and set two just has some some good primal dead favorites with viola lee death don't have no mercy and uh dark star it's got some fun stuff with a scarlet delayed fire and a u.s blues that i'm sure was ripping too Well, that was that show, so now let's talk about the next show. The band's next show is Friday, May 26th in Dallas, Texas. It's the only show in Texas, and Dead & Company did not go there last year. So for all you Texas heads, uh, including those of you in that little West Texas town of El Paso, you better hop on over to Dallas and catch this show. The only time I was ever in Texas, uh, I was in Dallas for a wedding, and I had a great time. So I can vouch for Dallas being being a good spot. And hey, speaking of, those of you going to the Dallas show, Dead & Company posted that merch sales are going to be available at the venue, the Dos Equis Pavilion, a day early. So that's tomorrow, Thursday the 25th, at the East Gate from 1 p.m. to 7 p.m., Uh, your time, Dallas time, Central time, Texas time. That has a good ring to it. 1 to 7 p.m. Texas time. So merch sales so that you can spend less of your time at the actual concert Friday, standing in line and more time enjoying the show. All right, it's about that time. Speaking of what's coming up in the next show, time for our game Estimated Profits, where Alex and I try to predict what DNC is going to play in their next show. So Alex actually has the first pick for today's episode. Um, he texted me his pick. His pick is so solid that, let me say this, if you want a free point in Estimated Profits, yes, you can play too. We'll talk about that in just a sec. But if you want free money, just copy Alex's first pick. Because it's so obvious, and they're obviously going to play Truckin', because Dallas has a soft machine. So Truckin' is Alex's first pick. Great pick. It's take the layup, get yourself a point, um, and copy Alex with his Truckin' pick. I've got the next two picks. 
And I'm going to take what I think is equally as obvious a pick for the only show they're going to play in Texas. I referenced it earlier, but El Paso. I think El Paso is coming out. That's my first selection. And with my second pick, it's about time they give us a little cat rider, a little China cat into I Know You Rider. Um, yes, two songs, but that will only count as one point. Um, and then Alex uh, closes our little draft with the next pick and his last pick. Well, you're going to have to go to our social media pages to find out. A uh, little teaser for you there. Hey, I got to drum up interest somehow. Um, so you go to social media, um, and that's on Twitter at Working Man's Pod, Instagram at Working Man's underscore pod, um, or send us an email at workingmanspod at gmail.com um, if you don't have those social media platforms, and we'll let you know. But that's how you're going to find out Alex's next pick. And if you want your two picks, um, play along, hit us up on those platforms, and and come join the fun. Two people got a clean sweep last night with two selections. Um, one, her first time playing, um, and that's Taco Bellix 3 on Reddit. She sniped Darkstar and Scarlet Begonias. And then to add to his lead, at msoma66 on Twitter, uh, picked Scarlet Fire and is in the lead with five points. So, hey, it's only five points. It's not that far away. A couple good shows, a couple good predictions, and you're right in there. Um, but those were our two um, double hits last night. Um, and yes, I'm still looking to get on the board. But hey, it's a long tour. We got time. So I'm not worried about it. And uh, hey, Anyone who ends the tour with a higher score than either of us and the highest score gets a little surprise package. So me missing all these picks, I'm doing you guys a favor. I'm letting you guys get get a little a little ahead of me right now. And that little surprise package is going to be Working Man's Pod gear, some stickers, and uh, some stuff that we acquire on shakedowns along the way from the shows that we're going to. Um, so play along. Gives you a chance to win that. And, and have some fun. That's going to do it for this episode of DNC and 23 with half of WP. We will be back this weekend to talk about the show in Dallas on Friday. And then in the Atlanta show on Sunday, Alex and I will be at that show. I imagine that the recap episode of that show will be bonus sized because we will be there and we can talk more about shakedown the crowd every single song etc etc so look out for an extra large episode from the atlanta show early next week our next episode again we'll recap the dallas show that is friday the 26th until then podheads know that our love for you will not fade away